Hello, and welcome to the Green Book Commentaries. I'm Dr. Arthur Plessa. Volume 14, Episode 6, Creating Mental Impulses. Doctors of Chiropractic and Young Student Initiates, welcome back once again. Today's episode will really enlighten your understanding of innate intelligence and its interaction with the material body. I find it so fascinating how something immaterial can interact with something material. Consider how a magnet can move metal. There is an immaterial force which can either attract or repel a metallic object. However, when we're talking about innate and its ability to put all the tissues of the body into motion, the subject becomes more interesting. A magnet moving metal is a material object exerting an immaterial force. Innate moving the body is different in that we have innate as an immaterial power using an immaterial force called the mental impulse to animate the various functions of the body. Innate uses brain cells and nerves to accomplish this metaphysical task. This process begins within the mind, which is where innate turns thought into matter via the brain. Innate thinks of causing heart cells to contract, and that thought is physically created within the brain cell. However, this thought creation from immaterial to material is not a true creation as something from nothing. That type of creation is reserved exclusively for universal intelligence. Innate is capable of creating much like an architect does, by assembling smaller constituents already in existence into an organized form. So the architect uses wood and metal to create a house, but did not create the wood or the metal. <clears throat> Innate's creation the mental impulse is that immaterial force which powers all the tissues to perform their specific function at that specific time for a specific occasion, constantly adapting to regulate and maintain its own existence. Let's discuss the mental impulse. According to B.J. Palmer, it is a unit of mental force for a specific tissue cell, for a specific occasion. A mental impulse is a special message to a tissue cell for the present instant and is always constructive towards the body. Mental impulses are to the chiropractor what electricity is to the electrician. True, both forces are not fully understood However, its laws and manifestations are better known so both can be put into practical use. An electrician may not fully understand electricity, but when the power switch is turned on, an appliance begins to work. In contrast, a chiropractor may not fully comprehend mental impulses, but knows when a subluxation is adjusted that the body will function normally as health is restored.
Mental impulses are the immaterial messages which are transformed to material electrical energy to meet the energy demands of the body, all for the purpose of sustaining life by adapting to an ever-changing environment. What a fascinating principle, isn't it? We now begin our reading from volume 14, page 20. Article 51. All living things have innates. Whenever molecules and atoms have been assembled into tissues, the tissues are called organic matter. And while actively organic, have a localized intelligence called innate intelligence. Organic life extends through a wide range of development. All of them have signs of life, principle 18. But some of them are organisms of such low order that the signs of life are very latent, and it is very difficult to distinguish these living things from inorganic structures. In some organisms, some of the signs of life may be more latent than other signs of life in the same organism. If they haven't any organization at all, that fact is sufficient proof that an innate intelligence is present. High or low, through the whole gamut, man, animals, birds, fish, reptiles, insects, plants, or unicellular, they all have innates. The higher orders have more motion of the adaptive kind than the others, which enables them to live in a wider range of environment than the others not so fortunate. Thus, we see, to, we see according to chiropractic tenets that life is studied generally and specifically, universal life and organic life, as contrasted phases. Man gives, him, gives to himself the highest rank, this rank being based upon his superior powers of adaptability. Since we, as chiropractors, are interested in getting the sick well, we are naturally more interested in the innates of our own species of organisms. From now on, when we speak of innate intelligence, we are referring to the human innate intelligence, unless otherwise stated. Article 52, the third step of the normal complete cycle, mental realm. The plane of innate's activity, the immaterial realm, the occupation or business of innate, of or pertaining to the mind, Webster. <clears throat> Mental is strictly abstract. It is the realm of thought. Innate intelligence, as part of a thinking power, is a power which thinks. Anything which exists was first conceived in thought. The process of thinking is creation. Every abstract fact, every plan, every structure, every act of every part of the body, or the body as a whole, is first created in the brain by innate intelligence. This activity of intelligence is mind and is an important phase of life, not overlooked by chiropractic. The student is cautioned to remember that mind is not a power, but the activity of power. 
Article 53, mind. The activity of innate intelligence in the brain as an organ. The introduction of thought into matter via the brain. Chiropractic maintains that innate intelligence is the power which governs the body. It is the ego itself. You are your innate intelligence. Your innate intelligence is you. If you claim that you are master of your innate, that is a mistaken assumption of values and is the same as innate belittling herself. Surely, innate would never do this. But when it appears that she does, it is a misexpression. Principles 24 and 30. Mind is the term applied to what innate intelligence does when it is at work. Innate mind and educated mind are terms used to indicate the kind of work being done. When innate does not work, there is no mind. Let us compare a musician to the power, his instrument to the brain, and music to the mind. When the musician plays on his instrument as an organ of expression, there is music. When the musician ceases playing, there is no music expressed. In chiropractic, the term mind is considered a little, a little differently than it is in psychology. In psychology, one mind is considered in two divisions, namely conscious and subconscious, with no definite division between them. Psychology considers that this, the conscious mind, is the governing intellect and implies that while the subconscious mind may govern metabolism and the like, the conscious mind is the ego, is really the master. We gather from the teachings of psychology, which is based upon a materialistic view, one can willfully, will, willfully govern his own destinies even to the extent of healing. Chiropractic does not use the terms conscious mind and subconscious mind at all, for there is absolutely no application of these terms to anything chiropractic. Chiropractic philosophy is not the study of psychology any more than it is of chemistry or physics. Chiropractic recognizes and honors all the findings of the psychologists, as it does that of the physicists. It makes use of these findings as it does those of the physicists and agrees with psychology, as long as psychology is consistent with chiropractic. In other words, there is a chiropractic psychology, which is the study of the mind. See senior section. All the psychology that is considered in chiropractic can be studied under the division called mental, the third step of the normal complete cycle. Article 54, Innate Mind. Innate mind is the activity of innate intelligence in the brain as an organ. The product of this activity is innate thoughts or mental force. The act or the business of assembling forces in innate brain. Even when she uses educated brain, she first uses innate brain. Principle 23. Article 55. Educated mind. 
Educated mind is the activity of innate intelligence in the educated brain as an organ. The product of this activity is educated thoughts, such as reasoning, will, memory, etc. Innate controls the functions of the voluntary organs via the educated brain. Educated thoughts are mostly for adaptation to things external to the body. Educated thoughts are never outwardly expressed until innate, do innate does it through innate brain. For instance, when, for instance, one may have a thought but be unable to express it vocally. If innate is an unable to operate the organs of speech owing to interference with transmission of mental impulses. In any case, we should not know how to operate the organs of speech even, though we can will them to act. The educated thoughts may be kept within the brain, and as chiropractic says, expressed there, but which psychologists say make a physiological change in the tissue of the brain. We see no reason why we should not agree with this theory. Article 56 the fourth step of the normal complete cycle, creation. The process of adapting universal forces in the brain so that they can be used for the maintenance and functioning of tissue cells. Principles 8 and 23. The assembling of forces in brain cell by innate intelligence. Creation in the brain cell refers to the assembling of something already created rather than making of something out of nothing. Creation means cause to exist, but here it means to cause to exist in a certain way. Of course, there is the assembling of forces into kinds and matter into structures, as the carpenter assembles building materials into structures and assembles forces in order to do it. We call his buildings creations, but not for a moment do we think that he created them out of nothing. Innate is a creator, truly, but in the sense that she is a builder. Innate cannot change or destroy any universal law or matter. Principle 24. <clears throat> but can play one force against the other. Adapt, use, oppose, or augment the forces at her disposal in order to accomplish her ends. It is in this sense that he used the term creation in the normal complete cycle. Universally, creation is the unfolding of ideas of universal intelligence. Creation has not ceased, but the supreme intelligence is thinking about all creations constantly. This solicitude we also call creation. There are three classes of universal creations, matter, acts, and facts. It is easy enough to grasp the first. An act must be first conceived mentally, even a natural phenomenon. A fact, something very abstract, is a creation just as much as a stone is, and it is just as indestructible. 2 plus 2 equals 4. An abstract fact. No human agency can destroy it. Therefore, it is plainly seen that in the normal complete cycle, chiropractic uses a specific meaning of creation 
rather than that of general. An examination of the following definitions from Webster will show that chiropractic is justified in using a specific meaning. Quote, act of causing to exist or fact of being brought into existence by a divine power or its equivalent, especially the act of bringing the universe or this world into existence, end quote. Quote, act of making, producing, fashioning, or bringing into existence in general, end quote. Quote, act of constituting or investing with a new character, title, or the like, end quote. Reference Webster. Article 57, the fifth step of the normal complete cycle, brain cell. An organ used by innate intelligence for the assembling of forces, place where thoughts are made, place where forces are assembled, the clearinghouse for coordination. As the brain is an organ, so is the brain cell, a smaller unit, the workshop of innate intelligence. Metabol metabolistically, it is a tissue cell requiring mental impulses, blood and serum. A brain cell is a cell of nervous tissue, one of the four primary tissues. It has many of the characteristics of other tissue cells, having a body and a nucleus. Its widest difference from other cells is its branches. It has many branches. In fact, it has so many of them that a drawing or a photograph of a brain cell looks like a map of the Amazon River. The shorter body branches are called dendrites, and the single, long, thread-like branch, extremely long in proportion to the cell body, is called the axis cylinder, or axon, or axon. The body of the cell is gray, and masses of cell bodies form the gray or cortical portions of the brain. The branches are white, and bundles of them form the white or medullary portion of the brain. The white fibers pass from cell to cell, from lobe to lobe, from hemisphere to hemisphere, from brain to brain, and from them to the spinal cord. They offer perfect intercommunication between all brain cells and between brain cells and body cells. The intercommunicating parts are the axons, which are believed to be the most important part of the cells and are so long in comparison with the cell body that if you were to imagine a cell body to be the size of a baseball, the axon would be the size of a string and quarter of a mile long. Very long axons pass from brain cells through the foramen magnum of the cranium. There are so many of these that they form a cylinder about the size of a lead pencil called the spinal cord. Through this cord, the axons pass to the spinal nerves, which branch and ramify to all parts of the body. The cells of the brain are very similar in construction to the nerve cells of the spinal cord visceral system, and peripheral organs. Nervous tissue is about the same, whether in the brain or peripheral systems. The nervous tissue in the brain 
and spinal cord is called the central nervous system anatomically. The spinal nerves and visceral system is called the peripheral system in chiropractic. Chiropractic is inclined to regard all nervous tissue outside the, outside the cranium as the peripheral system, even those portions of the cranial nerves which supply tissue cells with mental impulses. Article 58. The sixth step of the normal complete cycle, transformation. <clears throat> Changing mental force to a specific unit. Changing force from the mental realm to the material realm making forons usable in the tissue cell, making a force out of thought so that it can be physically, so that it can be physical enough to get a grip on matter. Changing thought to force so that it can be expressed in forms physical. Concentrating or collecting mental forces into specific forms so they will have a definite aim or purpose. One of the hardest processes of the cycle to understand is transformation. Perhaps we can get a slight insight into it by using an, edu an educated example of the same thing. We all know that if you sit and stare at your pencil, wishing that it would get up and write, nothing will be done by the pencil. But if you will, a definite set of thoughts concerning it a multitude of, defin of definite actions in your tissues will occur, and you will take up your pencil and write. Thus, thought moved matter, actually, but not until a definite set of thoughts were made specific enough to accomplish that end. When innate assembles universal forces in the brain cell, they are in the form of thoughts. In this nonspecific state, they are called foreruns. They are, as yet, thought, absolutely abstract, but the most powerful creations in nature notwithstanding. Being abstract, they have no connection with matter, no hold of it. In this ghostly state, cannot grip it. Transformation is a process of so changing these foreruns that they become a form of energy which does affect matter, does have a grip on it. It really becomes the link. Anyone who sees a magnet move a bit of steel sees that there is a force between the magnet and the steel though they may not touch. There is no tangible connection between them, yet this invisible force moves the steel. The lines of force have a grip on matter. They are intangible, yes, but they, have by no they are by no means abstract in the sense that hope and charity is. When forums have been transformed, they are units called mental impulses. The force is now outside the mental realm and in the material realm in which they can be reckoned a form of energy and as such be expressed in physical forms. Article 59. The seventh step of the normal complete cycle. Mental impulse. A unit of mental force for a specific tissue cell 
for a specific occasion. A special message to a tissue cell for the present instant. It differs from universal force in that it is constructive and is for a particular moment and need of coordination, while universal forces are not constructive in particular, are for all moments generally, and are too general to be coordinative. Principles 10 and 15. It is not fully understood what mental impulses are. This is no reflection upon chiropractic, for engineers and electricians do not know what electricity is. Yet, they know its laws and manifestations, and are so able to make practical application of this knowledge. Chiropractors know the manifestations of mental impulses. They can make practical application of this knowledge in getting the sick well. Whatever the force is, they know that they have named a unit of it, mental impulse, with as much justification as the electricians have named the unit of electrical current, ampere. Each tissue cell requires specific impulses every moment. Since there are millions of cells, it takes millions of impulses for them every moment. There are new ones for every adaptive change. These impulses are only good for the moment for which they are created. They cannot be stored up or damned back. If this were possible, the mental impulses would immediately become useless. Article 60. The eighth step of the normal complete cycle, propulsion. The sending or the starting of the mental impulse, dispatching the message to the right tissue cell. The effort which causes the mental impulse to go to the tissue cell. The term is derived from propel. Propel, to impel forward or onward by applied force. Reference Webster. Let us use the theory here that mental force is a form of energy. Forms of energy, as studied in physics, show a decided expenditure of effort somewhere, either given off by these energies or by something else in giving them origin. Electric generators require the expenditure of many horsepower by their engines to propel the current. Is it not is it not then consistent to assume that the departure of mental impulses from brain cell is accompanied by some kind of effort? Perhaps it is a physical movement of the cell as contraction. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I'm Dr. Arthur Plessa. This has been the Green Book Commentaries.